Hi there. My name is Danielle Rocklin. I'm a certified neurosculpting facilitator at the Neurosculpting Institute, and I want to give you three quick tools based in neuroscience and physiology for downregulating stress in real time. As many variations as there are in psychology, our nervous systems generally operate on the same fundamentals. The first tool I want to give you is to shake it out, seriously. The adrenaline and cortisol in your bloodstream are there to help you react and respond to demanding and even threatening situations. But if you won't be actively using these stress hormones in the moment to fight, flee, or freeze, you can force them to dissipate by making your nervous system think it did something with them. Shake them out. Go into the bathroom if you have to and just shake your body out. The physical activity will lead the nervous system to think it did its job fighting or fleeing or freezing, allowing these stress hormones to dissipate and blood to return to your core for homeostasis. This is a completely natural physical response to down-regulating stress that we typically try to interrupt, like little tremors you might experience during public speaking. If you think you might look silly, whatever. Mammals shake when they're down-regulating stress. Picture a rabbit after it's just narrowly escaped a chase from a predator. It might hide under a bush and shake it out until it's no longer stressed and can go about its day. This is something you can do in 10 to 30 seconds in the moment in real time, and you can even develop a daily shaking practice. The second tool I wanna to give you is to do a quick two-step induction. These two steps include quieting the fight-flight-freeze response and activating the social brain. The part of your brain that's so active during this stress response is called the limbic system. It's constantly monitoring for threats and keeping you alert and responsive. But when we need a moment to rest or recalibrate, the way to quiet this part of the brain is to orient to safety. Pay special attention to the ways you are safe in the moment, focusing on the predictability of that safety. The brain is a prediction machine and interprets familiarity and predictability as safety. Maybe it's a reminder that your breathing has continued without your focused attention while you've dealt with a situation. It's so predictable and familiar and effortless that you can put all your mental resources elsewhere and it still breathes itself. While you're thinking about it anyway, take a few deep, slow breaths to signal to your nervous system that we are down-regulating the stress response now. Or maybe it's a reminder that gravity has been holding you in place the entire day. That may be the most familiar, predictable constant your body knows after a lifetime of consistency. Maybe it's a reminder that you know where the bathroom is if you need it, or the familiarity of the layout of the room you're in. If you can direct your limbic brain to focus on the familiar, predictable, and safe, that hypervigilance can soothe and those resources can become available for other parts of the brain to return to homeostasis. By other parts of the brain, I'm talking about step two, which is activating your prefrontal cortex or your social brain. Now that the limbic brain has been relaxed, which is a necessary first step before this one, you can turn on your prefrontal cortex, which is what you want to be on in most problem-solving situations. Only after step one can you give the prefrontal cortex what it needs, which is novelty. Anything slightly interesting, 
but not so unfamiliar that your limbic brain will turn back on. Watching a weird looking bug outside, feeling the ground intently or the temperature of the air, intertwining your fingers in an unusual way, playing with an object with your non-dominant hand, trying to invent a completely new color. None of this is threatening, but it's just unusual enough to make your prefrontal cortex pique its interest and activate. The third tool that I want to give you is lip buzzing, humming, and gargling. These kinds of vibrations reach and settle your vagus nerve, our most far-reaching cranial nerve. Humming, gargling, and buzzing your lips sends a soothing vibration to the vagus nerve, allowing for a signal of safety to travel throughout all its branches all the way down your spine, into your face, into your brain, into your heart, and more. You can pull out each of these quick tools in real time to down-regulate the stress response in the moment and can even incorporate them into a daily practice. If you'd like more research on these tips, take a look at the Neurosculpting Institute, and I hope you are able to apply these neuroscience-based techniques for an effective approach to your day.